Human Capital by Henry. I suck at learning in school, especially in the math and sciences, but I still transferred to San Jose State for computer science after five years at Foothill Community College. I suck at English, but I still made thousands of dollars for writing essays. I suck at public speaking, but I position myself to share my story, facilitate discussion, and actively listen to save my peers' energy and time. This is a preview blog piece that will be followed up with a more specific one on how to get paid to study and write. Writing my personal statements and statements of purposes with deep reflection and metacognition have led to over a dozen scholarships, four internships, and two research opportunities. This post is a supplemental post to Jeff's on goals. Because there's a psychological cost to writing a goal and not following through with it, however, that doesn't mean that we shouldn't write down our own goals. Here I link to a video on human capital where Chamath is having a conversation with Andrew Yang. I don't completely agree with everything he says here, but from uh, 9.47 for about a minute, uh, he says some things that I wanted to highlight because it's directly related to our collective goals in education, who we want to become, and how we obtain and sustain our needs in that journey. So here, let me paraphrase uh, Chamatha's response he gave Andrew in the video. The single biggest problem America has right now is we have a few large companies that suck up the enormity and the overwhelming majority of all traditionally educated humans with human capital, often equipped with technical or rare skills that influence potentially oppress a large number of people. If you are a privileged young college graduate, how do you turn around and say, I'm going to work at a nonprofit, create a career in education, activism, civics, climate change, sustainability, agriculture, health, opportunity, equality in my local community versus half a million dollars a year at one of these big companies. When Jamath graduated, all you can think about was the student debt over his head. So it's quite natural to work at one of these large companies. But when human capital goes there, what products are they working on? It's like unfettered free agents. Imagine you had a pro sports league with no salary cap. What would you do? You would go and hire every single great player and stick them on the bench. You'd be guaranteed to win a championship and you'd be a mono monopolistic championship winner year in, year out. So, in conversations of what an education is for, I've noticed that they are primarily designed to address the need to become financially independent and move out of your parents' home, in the USA anyway. Specifically, most of the people around me argue that education allows us to have more opportunities in our lives. However, when these opportunities are not well-defined or researched, it is difficult to be ignited and sustained motivation during the course of our education. Although some people believe it is not worth investing the time to research what opportunities may come from earning an education, others insist that it's essential to do by to do so by reflecting deeply about our personal stories. In my view, the happiest and healthiest person I know is my professor Jeff Anderson. While I realize his work ethic could have made him an amazing mathematician working in industry, his work in community college education allows him to lead a life that he will be proud to remember. I know he has done a lot, a ton of work reflecting on his story and writing about it so that he doesn't fall in the trap of the dominant narrative, instead crafting a career that would align to his values. I recognize that the conversation about values comes from a privileged point of view because I've lived with people who've 
had to work essential physical labor 10 hours a day to put food on the table and keep shelter over their heads. Which means their ability to make time to think about values and apply the lubricant towards upward social mobility is constrained by the life they are currently living. However, as we are navigating our education and asking ourselves what the F are we going to do with this degree or with our lives, I have found thinking and writing about my values, which requires deep thought about my story, to be an untapped vessel of direction and motivation. We all know motivation comes and goes, but with a stronger understanding of our personal stories, our values, and where we want to go, by smart goal setting with horizons of focus in mind, we know we will live happier and healthier lives. The community challenge for this time is a set of these questions. Now you don't have to respond to all of them or any of them, but here are some questions I wrote for you. How are you developing your human and career capital? What's one thing people cannot tell by looking at you? What would you like to be proud to, what would you be proud to be remembered for? What is a problem you've had? What actions did you take and what was the result? What does privilege mean to you? What was a pivotal moment in your life where you overcame a challenge and that experience helped you develop values that you were unaware of? Imagine having the wherewithals from resources and skills to help others and not doing it. We cannot depend on charity and philanthropy. Let's build our human capital together. Thank you. This is The Learning Code. Please come back next week for another post.